All right. Hey, we are back. I, I'm not sure if we've I, – I guess it's still the review show. Um, you know, Paul and Joe and I had so much fun during the Steelers season that we're still doing the Steelers podcast. It's out there. Listen to it. And we try to make it fun even if you don't like the Steelers. Uh, but, you know, we have some extra time. And we've done some review shows. And um, we want to still review some stuff. But, you know, we didn't – pick our show fast enough, so I'm like, hey, here's some goofy pop culture stories, and we seem to join this. I, I guess we're calling this a review show, but I got Paul and Joe with me. How are you guys doing today? Woohoo! Ready to talk about yeah. some weird stories, man. Yes. I found some weird stuff this week. <laughs> yeah, I I thought the Gatesburg story I, I was in love with, and I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I can't do this again. We're not going to find weird stories. It's all going to be very... You- you have no faith in the weirdness oh. of humanity. Oh, I have nothing but faith in the weirdness of humanity. We have got 48 minutes before we give ourselves a hard out. The show will come to end. We've prayed for God. God's going to hit the end broadcast button if we don't. So we got 48 minutes. And I've got eight <laughs> just crazy weird stories. So let's get right into it. Sorry, I um, we're going to take 48 minutes hyping up our the weirdness. But we got to get right to it. I, this story I love. Um, it comes from uh, the TorontoSun.com. And, you know, where, where's this girl from? I, I want to make sure. She was moving from Oklahoma to Arkansas. Yes. It, it's very funny that, you know, like all these stories, you see more in the uh, Toronto Sun and the UK papers. They know how to get the, the right stories. You know, so she's moving across state. The poor girl. You know, she didn't know where to go. She's finding a spot. I mean, Joe, I bet it was when you guys moved to Mississippi. A little bit different. You know, you're from Ohio. Where do you go? And, you know, she moved to a place. And, you know, she was saying, look, um, there's nice people. They all seem to be a little bit older living around me. Um, and she found a super spacious apartment. It was only $350 a month. And she signed up without looking at it. And they were all over 65 years of age and didn't click until a week after a move when she saw a retirement home sign outside her building. Wow. So you, she accidentally moved into a retirement home. Yeah. And she now, it's genuine, genuinely, if this is not a sitcom within a year, somebody's not paying attention. I mean, honestly, as a script writer uh, and, and a teacher, a lot of times I'll tell people when they're looking for story ideas to look for goofy news, you know, as a lot of the search engines, there's a button for it, you know, weird news or funny news or whatever. They'll have something. I tell them to look for those. You will have the premises of any script you will ever need to write is right there. And this is one of them. Why would you not? write a write a sitcom about a young person moving into a retirement <laughs> community like this is this is hilarious and, and, and Joe definitely agree with this assessment but I, i'm going to take it a step further um you know my mom lives in a uh, assisted living facility let's just put it like that mm -hmm. up in the northeast ohio area and you know restrictions are starting to be relaxed a little bit so i was able to go in there we did a lot of window visits over the past year the right. first time I got to go in, I wanted to check out her place. She walked with her, walked with me down the hall, and I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of empty spaces." And a worker hers to say, "Yeah, just with COVID, more people are moving out and everything." And I'm like, "Or staying oh. home, or staying home and not moving in." Right. 
Yeah. But I, I said, wow, it looked nice, quiet, it was not big, spacious. Sure. My mom talks about how there's food. I mean, there's a little cafe there. They feed you. I mean, Absolutely. You have refrigerator to and depending on the there. ones that you do, because my dad lives in a in a place like that as well. Yeah. And we were we were shopping around and looking at different places, and some of them you can find ones that have a little kitchenette in there, and it wouldn't be that it's not that far off from living in an efficiency apartment, like it's, a little studio. I um, I live in Central Ohio, two and a half hours away. This is up kind of in the Akron area. I'm looking outside, love my family, got crazy kids in the background, beating up the background, got an impatient wife. They had a little kind of a lobby area. I, I wouldn't call it a sports bar. Obviously, there wasn't beer there or anything. But, you know, the, the game well, there could be. TV. Everybody was in their rooms. They had a nice inviting couch. Mm -hmm. and I, I, I'm not a baseball fan, but they had a baseball game on. I'm like, man, I could just sit here and veg out for afternoon. Oh, yeah. I should stay. I saw I saw some. There was one that had like a, a little movie theater room in it. Yeah. And one that had a chapel. Like it was like full service. There was really no need to leave this facility for any bit. Like they had a pharmacy and they had doctors who came in regularly. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. They're really nice. And if you could find a place like that for $350 a month, are you kidding me? I honestly, there were several times I was thinking if I didn't have five kids that I was trying to move into this, but I would totally live in one of these places. This is dope. But, <laughs> and look at this. And Paul, I want to ask you about this, but I, I want to share with you these quotes. So, Madison, hey, you know, funny story. She's getting TikTok views out of it. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> which I know Joe's is definitely into. I'm all, I'm all about the TikTok now, apparently. Yeah, jo Joe's our TikTok fan. If you listen to I defend TikTok once and suddenly. Right. <laughs> but, Paul, look, look at this. You know, Mass is giving some perks to this. It's always super quiet because your neighbor's usually asleep by the time she gets home. Now, I'm assuming these are, are separate housing. Like, my mom is in kind of a... It looks like a college dorm, but apparently these are like separate. But she's like, "Hey, you know, I can play music whenever I want to, but some of you can't hear." Um, when she comes home after a long day, everyone's asking how she's doing. Ah, man, COVID right now, you're like, "Man, I'm lonely. Who can I talk to?" Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, if you're struggling with rent, um, you know, start your retirement early." So Paul, you know, yeah, Joe's right. You know, this is a sitcom. It's a funny story, but man, I'm jealous of old Madison. Uh, I want to do the same thing. I'm worried about her because there's some creepy old man landlord that let this contract get signed. Okay, he's like, oh, one yeah, of the things they say in the article. Room. This is this is an apartment <laughs> complex, not really like fully assisted living nursing home facility. It's a, it is a, it appears to be an apartment complex that is geared towards seniors. So it's like a senior living part. I don't know how you missed that on the application form or whatever, but, <laughs> but it's equal opportunity housing, meaning they can't discriminate based on age. Yes. Yeah, and the idea is that you wouldn't discriminate on people who were too old because why would a young person want to live here? So, so those same rules mean that you can't discriminate for somebody for being too young. And this is a very young person, right? She's like 19. Yeah. 19. But it, yeah, and on, inexperienced I, I, in renting apartments. So I can totally see making a mistake like that, but it's just kind of silly. And, you know, I, I would just be like, 
you, you do realize this is, I mean, just, just make sure you understand that, that this, do you know what you're getting into and in, in taking this apartment? I just feel like I'd, I'd owe that explanation. As somebody who's, who's done the interstate moves, I don't think Oklahoma and, and Arkansas are that far away, and I don't know why. I guess she's 19, so she doesn't think about these kinds of things. I moved from Ohio to Virginia, and that was a student housing thing when I went to grad school, but I moved from Virginia to Mississippi. I didn't buy a house in Mississippi without having seen it. You know, I didn't rent a place without having seen it. I actually found a way to 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 live in a house, to live somewhere temporarily for a month while I continue to search for a house because I didn't want to buy something I had seen. Uh, you know, that's what you do when you're just a, a little bit older. Um, not that much older at the at that point, but uh, yeah, that seems like a kind of a huge mistake. But, and I can also imagine you know, whatever, whenever she can leave, uh, move out of there without penalty, she probably will. Yeah. It's quiet now, but she's also probably going to get complaints called on her if she makes it too loud. Uh, and probably super weird if she's trying to invite people over. Um, <laughs> and, and you don't have to worry. No, no. When you find the senior living community, that's where you turn in. That's, that's where you go. That's where I live. Well, she brings I'm 19. Guys. Yeah, she could bring guys over, whatever the case might be. There wouldn't, uh, and you know, oh, I'm, you kids, you kids. Well, I'm thinking to Paul. Didn't you share? You had your daughter had like a a prom pitch picture, was it? I thought I saw something from yeah. you over the weekend. Okay, yeah, so, yeah prom. So your daughter's growing up. You know, there, there's going to come a time where she says, "Hey, I'm I'm here to strike on my own." Well, you know, if she's like, "Hey, I'm moving to Hollywood and I'm going to become an actress," and I got James Nguyen who's asking me to be part of an you know, <laughs> actor. I mean, yeah, you would run. You'd be like, oh, my goodness, daughter, what, what are you doing? But if, do if your daughter says, hey, found a sweet deal at a senior citizen community, it's quiet, they can't hear, um, you know, they're not – maybe there's a creepy old guy that's harassing me a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell him to go away. But, you know – I, they're not in a rough position. You know, you'll have to worry. I mean, it's a senior citizen community. Yeah, probably crime's going to be lower. I mean, hey, I I would say, man, dad should look at this as an option. And I bet you senior citizen community. Move your daughter I, into a nursing home? Uh. I, I, yeah. Well, I bet you. Well, look. I'll put my mom's facility. They were kind of looking at me saying, do you really want to come here? I'm like, ah, maybe I should. Maybe. Senior citizen facilities are having a rough time right now. And to be serious for a second, you know, with COVID, some of the aspects of it, I think it's a win-win. Makes us dads feel better for our, our kids going away and keeps the senior citizen humming. I mean, this could be the next big thing, I think. I do prefer this as the uh, next another uh, sitcom. This should be a sitcom. This should show up somewhere. Yeah. Netflix or something needs to pick this up. I mean, it writes itself. First episode, the young the young girl comes to mourn the loss of a grandmother or something, but now her room is open. Yeah. So I can move right in there. It's paid for for another couple <laughs> months, so I, I can move in there. You know? Yeah, I, this actually just reminds me a lot of the old series, Bosom Buddies, yeah. where the two, the two uh, male leads move into a, a, an apartment building that's supposed to be for all women. Uh, which, by the way, I don't think you can do that anymore. Um, 
so they have to dress up like they have to dress up like women in order to get it. And this was starring Peter Scolari and Tom Hanks. Okay. I'm Tom okay. Hanks' start I'm sure was, was in this sitcom called Bosom Buddies. Look it up. That could be our next review because okay. that, that show was bonkers. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're making Paul feel better. I think I have Paul thinking about that for a place where he was not thinking about that. He was now not. You're suggesting <laughs> I promise you. Buddies were, I'm telling you. They, even, if, even if I couldn't see his face right now, I'm guaranteeing you he was not thinking about moving his daughter into a senior living facility. That's yeah. not happening. Well, if he wasn't thinking before, he definitely <laughs> lost them when you said Booze and Buddies is what? You know, you want Hey man, Booze and Buddies is a great show. Dressing up as guys to move a tall male apartment complex or something like I don't think Paul would be into that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it would be rough. But hey, you know, maybe an option, maybe not for a 19-year-old girl, but hey. What about someone like me, a 46-year-old guy who's tired? I think every day I feel like I'm closer and closer to living in a place like that. Like I'm just ready. I'll be the youngest guy. You're super right. old. Yeah. yeah, go somewhere where everybody thinks of you as really, really young. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think the next news place I want to work at is either like a Toronto Sun or a place like the UK Mirror. Because yeah. all these stories are just, I mean, yep. I don't see any city council coverage or, or hey, here's a zoning board meeting. They find these fun stories. So let's go on over to the UK because they got a story about a middle-aged woman, Vicky Shelton. She's 51. Let's see where she's from. She's probably from Arkansas too, right? Oh, no. No, no, no. Man, there. I, I guess <laughs> Vicky said, "I don't want the Benton Beagle or whatever the newspaper is down to get my story." I'm calling the Mirror, and the Mirror printed. I guess I don't know, but you know, she's upset. <laughs> Poor girl. She's uh, got home and her sofa's destroyed, and you know, she's her door's broken down, and she's like, "Man, my house got burglared," and you know, I I haven't had my house get broken into yet, but. I, you got to think that it's got to be a rough time. I mean, you see in the story, there's a picture of her door. And it, well, wow. I mean, that would be scary when you get home. So she doesn't know what to do. She's at work. Uh, she has a pet camera with alert saying, hey, something's happening. She thinks it's just, she calls it Bo being Bo. Well, that was a line from a Bo Jackson commercial from a long time ago. So she gets home. Her, her, her thing's destroyed. But she finds out, ha, ha. It's actually her dog. What a great ending to a sad story. <laughs> Bo appears uh, to be some type of pit bull mix. Or, or yeah. I don't know if purebred, but definitely pit bull. Those are very strong dogs and also very enthusiastic dogs. I love them. I've got a good friend who's got who had a couple of pit bulls, and uh, one of them, you know, passed away. But the other one is still, still young and healthy and strong. And man, they, you know, there's nothing necessarily aggressive about them, but they are powerful, very muscular dogs, for sure. And oh, this is a dog that was a rescue, so there's a little bit of anxiety issues for this pup. So it found its way out of a cage that was in a locked room and busted through the cage and the door and then destroyed this couch. The photos of this is madness. 
Thank you. Yeah. That's the same. But however you listen to the podcast, um, there's a link. Either if you're listening to it on our website or if you're listening to one of the podcast providers. Yeah, Paul, check out this couch. How would you react? Uh, do you have a dog in your house? Yes, I have a boxer mix. Who, by the way, when she was younger, not violently, but just somehow would figure out how to unlatch the cage that we'd leave her in when we'd go away. And wow. so we come home and she's on the couch. <laughs> but didn't, didn't chew it up or tear it up or anything? No, cause she's perfect. Exactly. Uh, but photos <laughs> like this are exactly why my family does not have any pets. <laughs> yeah, how would, my I wife grew up, my wife grew up with a very small dog and it was one of the kinds that whenever it was threatened or challenged or whatever else would evacuate. So at, mm. the, at the front door, it would pee every single time somebody came to the door. Maya Man comes every single day, pee on the floor. So she was just like, aversion therapy was like, I will never, <laughs> I will never have any type of dog. Uh, but then you see dogs doing stuff like this and you're like, yeah, I, I've made the right decision. Yeah. Paul, how would you react? Paul, you're you're a pastor. I mean, it doesn't make any different than us, but I, I don't see you as a violent guy portrayed. Um, how would you react if you got home and the boxer mix made your couch look like that? First, I'd assume it was the cats, not the dog. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I guess it, yeah, annoyed. Um, frustrated you got to get a new couch but like you know you can't be mad at her <laughs> yeah. I would find a way I'm just saying I would find a way to be mad at the dog <laughs> in a way where I would hold a grudge possibly for the rest of its life or possibly my own forever well, and Vicky loves the dog the dog's name is Cheeky Bo you wouldn't call a dog you love Cheeky Bo. I mean, you know. <laughs> you might. I have the dog did stuff like this. And if you found a <laughs> way to continue to love it, then that's the only way you could justify it. Oh, that's just Bo being cheeky. <laughs> I guess the only justification that you could come up with. It looks super sweet. Like, I just yeah. want to, uh, you know. But I do. I would. I would love to just you know hug the dog or whatever, play with the dog. That's all great. But I would want to send the dog home with someone else. <laughs> I would not want to continue to live with it. Yeah, and uh, poor Vicky put the puppy on the puppy Xanax. Man, we're we're doping up our dog. Well, it's supposed to calm the dog down while okay. she's gone, and right. you know, not able to like turn on TV with calming sounds, fans, put toys in with them. The puppy Xanax, the whole deal. It's like, wow, that's that's, that's a lot so money. much. That's just so much. That's so much to have to do. Uh, I have yeah, a lot. I, of, I, get I have a lot of children. I have pets. Like I already have kids that I have to deal with, <laughs> who may do the same thing. Honestly, like they're they're shredding my couch probably right now, as I'm in the, another room recording this. Uh, there's there's enough destruction that happens in my house. I don't I don't need an uh, an, an animal that I can't uh, reason reason with. Um, I already can't reason with a four year old, so 
<laughs> but she'll grow up eventually. I've uh, got two cats, a dog, a boy, a fourteen-year-old boy that likes to eat, an eight-year-old. I mean, pets are expensive. I, I mean, <laughs> I've got a wife. I love her to death, but she loves every animal. I yep. see the animal on the side of the road. She wants to bring inside. I'm like, let go. And that's you know? and that's what happened here. These dogs. The dog was left in a box somewhere, um, and so she, she picked it up. She she picked it up, and there was another dog in there. So like the one dog went one way, the other dog went another, uh, and that's led to real psychological separation issues for this pup. Um, yeah. But that's what you get. And now I'm getting and you have to know that you're buying into that when you find these pets. And now I'm on Chicky Bo's side. Now I'm kind of angry at Vicky. Old angry at Vicky? What did Vicky do? <laughs> the poor All she did was buy a new couch. You're angry with her? The poor, the poor dog has separation anxiety. And old Vicky's what like, hey, get this little crazy. What else is she supposed to do? Is she supposed to quit her job for this dog? I would say uh, some daycare or something. I mean, come on. Old Chicky Bo's in a crate. You know, getting triggered yeah, by the memories of already, her whole life. She's yeah. already paid for puppy Xanax. Oh. And you know the process of getting this dog to take this medicine probably isn't easy. Yeah. I I don't know. What more what more is she That's supposed to have bad. done? Cheeky bow my, my dog is horrified of thunderstorms, so we have a, a doggy downer we have to give her for when there's a thunderstorm because she will just go into these violent shakes. Um, oh. You just open her mouth and stick it as far back as you can, and don't let her kind of spit it back out. Did you take a look at this dog? Like I wouldn't want to put my hand near this dog's mouth yeah, when when I'm trying to feed it something it doesn't want. Especially if <laughs> you put it, especially have to put it in a, a tight crate for eight hours a day. Man, yeah. if I I'd be like going after a Vicky, you know. <laughs> Sleep yeah. before I open Vicky. Chick -chick uh, right, right. Come on. You're next. First the couch, then Vicky. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, let me give you some good advice, and this helps everybody. But hey, I, I'm sure Vicky is a regular listener to our review show. So I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. So Vicky's like, hey, Chris, you just made fun of me. You say I'm a horrible dog owner. She's like, so what? Everybody put Cheeky Bo in the crate for eight it's, hours. It's not it's not her fault. Poor Cheeky Bo can't move around. So Cheeky Bo's got to chew his way out. And <sighs> yeah, good Cheeky Bo. Cheeky Bo took revenge. I mean, hey, you know, Cheeky Bo didn't attack Vicky. He attacked the couch. So long live Cheeky Bo, I say. And it so, seems like he was happy with what he had done. Solidarity to my Cheeky Bo brothers. And, you know, there you good go. Cheeky Bo. But, you there know, Vicky, you I know, Vicky, we're making fun of you and we're saying Cheeky Bo needs to get back at you. But here's how you get back at Cheeky Bo, Vicky. Uh, go to our link on our website. Uh, we have Ashley Home Store. I bet you there's probably <laughs> Ashley Home Store near your, your house. And you say, you call Cheeky Bo over there. And, you know, Cheeky Bo is going to try to bite you. But you say, Cheeky Bo, take a look at this. You know, she's on her website. She clicks the link. She gets a coupon from, um, you know, Ashley Home Store. She picks out that link. And she's like, all right, Cheeky Bo, I'm not going to put you in that crate while I go to Ashley Home Store. I'm going to pick me out a a nice couch. And it's going to be better than my old couch. And they'll sit together in the fluff that they picked up. And Ashley Home Store will deliver a couch to them. They'll save money. Uh, Vicky will get to spend more time with Cheeky Bo. 
not pouring the crate while Vicky all gallivants all around the city and gets Chikibola mad. And Chikibola's more happier. Vicky, I got your back here. Help her out. But seriously, Asher Homes looks good. If you need new furniture, check out the website. They're going to give you a coupon. You can order from the comfort of your own home. You don't have to go out in COVID. And, you know, they'll deliver it to you. Uh, good deals, convenient. Check out Ashley Home Store. So, Vicky, you're right in my book. I'm all for Vicky. It's pretty good. So, I got to tell you guys, getting back to our, our news, man, what a career progression that our friend Kid Rockets had. I, I got to <laughs> tell you guys, um, I went uh, for work. Um, you know, I... I Handle websites for some papers around Ohio. Uh, two of the ones I handle is Akron and Canton. So the concerts are coming back. And long story short, Nine Snails are coming to Cleveland. Yeah. And like, boy, I haven't thought about Nine Snails in 25 years. So I found a YouTube video of Nine Snails concert. Wow, what a weird. They're, they're pretty intense. Oh, my gosh. I literally turned it off after half hour going, this is way too loud and annoying, so I turned it off. But, no, I hit the next on YouTube, and it was actually a video from Kid Rock at 94 Woodstock, which is also kind of interesting. Um, Weird. Time, every second word. Kid liked to use the F word a lot, which kind of annoyed me. A little bit. Um, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Kid Rock had a... A little friend called Josie. Uh, it was just, it brought back the old days. Now, uh, Kid Rock, I don't think he's doing the same type of music. I think he's doing what more country. And I know he's kind of a conservative spokesman. <laughs> kind of interesting how the career path has gone for Kid Rock from wild, <laughs> wild, foul rock star to conservative countries. I, I don't know what he is now, but it's very strange. It still so, carries that kind of bad boy swagger, but it's much more of a country feel. Yeah. Uh, country rock feel rather than the, the rap rock of the 90s. Yes. Well, you know, it was interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if Kid Rock was there that night, but there's a, uh, a bar he owns in Nashville. Um, called, and it will be nice. We want to make this kid-friendly. <laughs> Not kid-rock-friendly, but, you know, kids-friendly. So it's a big rock, kid rocks, big, uh, let's give a safer word for what's called big butt, we'll say, right? Is that is that fair? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I think you're safe. <laughs> we got to keep it friendly. <laughs> I want my eight-year-old to listen to this later. I mean, she loves our talk, so. That'd be good. So, I mean, it's not just you saying the word. It is the name of this man's restaurant, and this is what happened there. So there's right. only so much we could do. We didn't name the restaurant. Yes. So it's <sighs> Kid Rock's Big A Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. That's where Kid Rock goes. So does he go it, there? I don't know. He owns it. His well, name's on it. <laughs> I'm sure he goes there and gets checked from him, wherever the else the case might be. I don't think he lives in Nashville, though. Doesn't he live in Detroit? Yeah, but you can, you know, you can. Um, Maybe he moved. I don't know. Yeah, Or you can run restaurants in different places. I mean, Urban Meyer, uh, there was new stay. He's opening a new steakhouse here in the Columbus area. But, you know, Urban's now in the Jacksonville area. So, you know, you can own business other places. Well, I'll tell you, this comes from the the – Premier journalist at whiskeyriff.com, you know, where all 
I'll tell you guys, when I decide to be a journalist, you're gonna you're gonna dump on them and then still quote their article. So yeah, well, <laughs> if if they're this disreputable, we could just talk about something else. Well, if you're reading through the story, um, they seem to maybe they used to write Kid Rock songs because there's a lot of profanity in the article itself. Uh, but hey, what can you say? Everyone has a different way of doing things. <sighs> All right, so okay. I was disappointed by the article. Yes, because it it, it make at first read the headline makes it sound like I found a new hero, and then you found out no, that's because I I envisioned there you know the tunes are cranking and he's just swirling this thing, but you know, that's that's hero moment, but uh, be flinging at people intentionally that that's a different level. Well, and I gotta say, I'm sadly I have family members that. Almost had to use a classroom bag. And, you know, there is a, oh, what a tough time. Because, you know, you're pretty much saying, I can't control my, I'm trying to keep this PG. Um, I can't control my bladder functions enough where, you know, I've got to carry a bag around. I mean, I have family members that talk to me about it and said, man, I don't want to have to do this. This is embarrassing, you know. So this guy, I mean, to his credit, I mean, he's he's proud. I mean, he's not a little embarrassed about the social norms. He's like, hey, I, I mean, I guess there's a term out there if you got it, flaunt it. And the guy's like, hey, I got the costume bag. Let's flaunt it. There's Let's difference between flaunting it and flinging it, though. There has to be a difference. There has to be a difference between flaunting and flinging. So like it's great. It's great that somebody would feel like they could go out for the for the evening and you know while they're in this unfortunate condition, they can still enjoy life and go out and do things. But I don't understand what caused this to happen. So how would you flaunt your classroom bag? You're like, hey, look at my bag here, you know. You know, you put you bedazzle it, you know. You give it give, give it some bling. Here's well, a little you, bit of you, a you, Go ahead. Here's a little bit of a, a, a scenario to go along with this. Uh, there's, I know an older gentleman who was having some gallbladder issues, and so he had this uh, this tube run into his gallbladder that would drain the excess fluid from the gallbladder, and he would show up to church suit and tie with the gallbladder sack hanging outside the dress shirt, and so sitting in the pew with the arm up and. He, his jacket's kind of open up and gallbladder sack just hanging out. That that's flaunting it. That that's being proud of it. But he's not twirling it as he walks up and down the aisle. <laughs> well, and what a marketing idea! You know, when COVID first happened, you know, we heard the reality that we're going to need to wear a mask, and you're like, man, so I'm wearing a like a nurse's mask or a surgeon's mask. But quickly, you know, you. Teams had their mask. You, know, you could wear a Steelers mask or a, a Browns mask or anything. Paul, Joe, we, we've got a marketing boon there. Why not these teams and companies get in the costume bag and put their logos on costume bags? I mean, wouldn't that be great? No, that would not be great. I'd like to keep my answer short and simple. No. That At least put your favorite logo of your team on there. I mean, you got. I mean, you know, fine. I don't know if there's any team that's going to go out of their way to 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 market <laughs> colostomy bag covers, but you know, oh, Browns. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I mean, no. 
<laughs> You're assuming that on average more Browns fans are in need of a colostomy no. bag cover. No, I just think the name's fitting. <laughs> it's very it's it's not untrue. You're <laughs> <laughs> There's some accuracy there. Okay, and look, if you're out there... You are making it difficult for me to drink out of my Browns mug right now, though. Right. Well, and if you're out there, you know, hanging out and everything, it's got to be hard because, you know, just think if you're out and you see someone with a bag, it's hard not to notice that. So you're looking at it. You're well, it's, e it's even harder to notice when the guy starts flinging it around. Well, we'll get there in a second, but I, I guess what I'm thinking is, you know, what better – okay, you're not wearing the costume bag. You're, you're at a Bob Evans or a Denny's or wherever you're at, and you see someone with a costume bag, and you try not to stare. You don't be disrespectful, but you're like, oh, my goodness, is that a costume bag? Well, that guy's going to notice you looking at him. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be bad and everything. But if he had a logo on the classroom bag, okay, he notices you seeing him. It gets awkward. You're embarrassed. You're like, man, I shouldn't be doing that. But if he had, like, a Chargers logo on, that's an opening. Hey, man, the there Chargers look like they could be good again this year. You know what I mean? So the guy's like, oh, he's probably sitting in my classroom bag. But instead of talking <laughs> about, hey, you got a classroom bag, now I mean, honest, honestly, do they not already have something like that? Is that not something that they already do? I, I, I mean, you put logos on everything. Isn't it possible to get a, a Colossomy bag cover? Now I'm going to Google it. I can just it. see, like, so I'm going to Google it on my Facebook ad as are going to look weird. <laughs> you get some, some dentist office, takes out some ads on some Colossomy bags. And so who referred you to us? Dude's Colossomy bag. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? That's that's not usually a box you can check off on the inpatient, the new patient form. <laughs> and to that guy out there, you know, I mean, if he gets out of jail or wherever he ends up being in trouble on, we don't have a logo for the review show, but just write in marker the review show on the on the classroom bag, and hey, now we got our little program. Now we got our merch. <laughs> that's where we're going to start. No hats. No T-shirts, no buttons just, or pins. Just, no, just we're going straight to colostomy bags and extra large <laughs> beard covers. Like yeah. not just like a mask, but the one yeah. with the... I have a friend who's got a really long beard and to cover it with a mask, it's actually like a bag mm -hmm. that he then <laughs> attaches around his ears. Like it's just weird. Why is there a whole bag? <laughs> But it it's, could be an Osprey really bag. Awkward, and hey, they're, they're, put on the regular I, so face mask. They're very, reason, very reasonable prices. And there's plenty of uh, patterns. So if you can make your own, if you'd like to make a Pittsburgh Steelers or a Cleveland Browns or, you know, Columbus SC, whatever you'd like to have on your colostomy bag, uh, you can do that. But... What? I think the, the end of this story should involve uh, a recommendation from us is if you are wearing one, even with even with whatever logos that you want on there, do not take off your colostomy bag and start flinging it around. It is no longer a good time, whether you're at <laughs> Kid Rock's, Big A, Rock and Roll, Honky Tonk, whatever it is, or anywhere, do not take it off and start flinging it around. Whether you are unless you get carried away dancing, the just kind of start twirling I know, it over. Not your even head. then. Not even then. No, no. 
if you need to swing something around and you are wearing a colostomy bag, you get one of the covers, take the cover off and fling the cover around. There you go. You can celebrate how you'd like to. What? Why do you? Why is it when you say that out loud, it has this ring of experience to it? Why does it sound like this is, this is a way you have celebrated in the past? Oh, there's just nothing like celebrating by flinging your philosophy back. I'm not sure if it's out there, but there's a weird YouTube video. I got this weird thing on YouTube one night where, like, there's funny church moments or something. And, like, somebody compiled a list of viral videos of funny moments. Well, there was this weird thing. It looked like a Pentecostal charismatic service where I don't know why they did this, but they're like, all right, we're ready to worship. Take your socks off. So these people have their shoes and socks off, and they're waving their socks over their heads. And I don't uh. know what the spiritual significance of that was, but could you imagine, like, if it's a – uh, you know, a service or some game where people are just even their classroom. Is it a, is it a foot washing service? Like I, I don't know. First but you take you off know. the socks and you wave them around, and then you go up front and have your feet washed. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was I, the strangest thing I've ever saw. I, I was just struck, Chris, how you're sharing that, and my instant reaction was horror. Yet a minute ago, I'm advocating dancing and twirling your philosophy bag. I don't know why. Well, now you're grossed out. Socks grossed you out. But philosophy bags is perfectly acceptable. Being gross, but flinging poo around, hey, it's all, it's all good. You know, that's sort of the things that the article is saying that, you know, the responders, the police officers who had to, like, calm this person down uh, had to go home and change. I'm like, oh, 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 no. There's Too not enough to pay story. for somebody who has to deal with that. I don't like news That's how the pandemic started. <laughs> Lots of profanity in this story. I don't like stories where you have to use profanity. With the the prequel, story. Right? But two sentences I got a quote from me that kind of made me chuckle. Can you imagine being out for a night of partying and literal feces starts raining on you? There's no coming back from that. Call the night, call the weekend, call the year. You got to call it. It's over. That's uh, one time I'll be thankful we're still required to wear a mask. Oh man! And then yeah. here's the other. Here's the other thing. Um. Um. You know, oh, well, the blue flinging man was eventually arrested. Thoughts and prayers for the poor officer had to transform to the clink. At least one officer was temporarily out of service after being able forced to run home to make a wardrobe change. Jeez. Man, say what you want about the police. I know, you know, it's, you know, there's police reform and everything, but man, how, how would you react if you're a policeman and someone's flinging the closet bags at you? That might be deadly force. I don't mean to poke fun at that, but man. For, for a news what? article that's about this story, there's a shocking, shockingly small amount of information about what really happened. Yes. Like what, what yeah. Paul was saying was when you read the headline, it seems like somebody was on the dance floor and celebrating and started twirling stuff around and it just happened to be a colostomy bag. Uh, but then you get further in and it kind of seems like this is an argument that happened outside of the, the, the establishment and somebody got mad and started flinging their colostomy bag around because it's a weapon that they had that would gross somebody else out. But they don't even know whether or not the person was charged with anything uh, like, there's no news in this news article. <laughs> there's so much information that we don't have. 
for me to have bought into talking about this 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 uh this story don't pick don't pick a fight with someone packing a colostomy bag no no absolutely but or if if whether or not i again there's no indication of this whatsoever but in trying to fill in blanks was somebody objecting to the fact that somebody was going to come into the establishment with this whether or not it was somebody who worked there uh, did somebody object to them coming in and then start a fight and an argument back and forth? And then this person decided to do this with the classroom bag. I don't know. All right. I, I did Maybe I'm sympathetic. Uh, sympathetic because I'm going to be that old guy in a nursing home with a, a Nerf basketball hoop on the back of his door. And just so that that could very well be me someday. So maybe that's. You think it's going to be you? Part of me. You're going to go to Kid Rock's honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse? No, I'm going to be in a nursing home with a Nerf basketball hoop and with 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 no Nerf ball handy. Got to got to use what you have access to. Oh no, no, <laughs> you didn't just throw that up there at the door. Yes, you no, did. no, no, no. What? Well, well, no, no, no. Check your private chat. You should have access to it on Streamyard. I did find a link where we have a picture of the Classmi thrower. So where? You can see what it looks like. My chat box just went away. Oh. Oh. Oh, there it is. Okay. So let's. Oh, the New York Post. Yeah, you see that, Paul? Oh, you know what? It's weird, but this is almost exactly who I pictured would do this. Here yeah. We go. Yes, we have a Nicholas Adam Newhart. Wow. He's related to Bob. I, I don't know. With his. <laughs> full cranial uh, tattoo of a Confederate flag. Uh, he was 39. Oh, yeah. He was blocking emergency exit door. So, yeah, I don't know. Very, very interesting. So we're looking at things like public intoxication and things like that are probably uh, the charges. I was going to, I was going to see if Nicholas would be available, but I'm kind of scared to invite him on the show. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be kind of tough. So. I, I would say as a rule for a guy, if you're wearing overalls, have yourself a shirt underneath. Yes, yes. Well, I'm going to say, in defense of that, I I live in this part of the country. It's really hot down here. I'm not going to lie. It's really hot down here. So it's, it's it's a whole different world, having lived in Ohio and know that for, you know, two solid weeks in August, Boy, it's really the dog days, and it's it's really hot, legitimately hot. I'm not going to minimize that as somebody who lives in the South, but I'm going to tell you that that two-week period lasts about five months down here. Okay. Uh, so uh, it's really hot, and there are reasons why people who spend a lot of time outside do so with with uh, w- without shirts on underneath uh, uh, overalls. So... I'm not going to judge this guy for his fashion sense, but <laughs> I am going to judge him for flinging around a colostomy bag while he's drunk at a Kid Rock's restaurant. Well, and don't put any <laughs> pictures on the back of your head. I, I mean, you know, even if it's your wife, you know, you might say, hey, I want to honor my wife. Here's a picture of her on the back of my head or whatever else the case might be. I, I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that picture in the story. Yeah. Um, he's got, is- I don't know if it's a tattoo or a marker or someone painted it or whatever else the case might be. Don't do that. 
for anything. I mean, if your wife, the Steelers, you know, just don't do that for anybody. Hey, uh, for the Confederate flag. And yeah. you know, I I don't I, right now. I'm not going to make any comments about his choice of of visual element to add to the back of his head, but I am going to say that the object, which would ordinarily be a rectangle, uh, does not appear to be level with the ground. Okay. Uh, it is crooked. So even if you're going to put a picture on the back of your head, <laughs> make yeah. sure that it is it is square, right. that it is level with the ground. So if you have to put offensive images on the back of your head, make sure <laughs> at least right. at least make that make sure that they're centered properly. I'm not sure the story says. I mean, the guy's kind of a young guy for a costume bag. I'm not sure what happened with him. I don't know. Well, I, I'm going to say he's. It appears as though he's led a bit of a hard life. That there are yeah. substances that he appears to be in a habitual use uh, right. that would create you know, gastrointestinal distress uh, in the long run. And I think he's feeling those effects now. All right. Well, <laughs> and, uh, I'm not here to defend, defend uh, Mr. Newhart, but yikes. Yeah. He, he's apparently from Wyandotte, Oklahoma. So I wonder if he knew old Madison. Yeah, that, yeah, gotta be careful, you know. Our, our he helped her move, and then he went on to, uh, <laughs> to Nashville. Yes, unwind after the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go all the way to Nashville. Oh, you said, you know, <laughs> like a nice stuff, young girl. Even though Madison doesn't read her ads too well, but yeah, she seemed nice. He helped her move, and he had to blow off some steam in sure, sure, sure. Rock place. Although he had to be, he was released on forty five hundred dollar bond. Which would pay for a lot of months of her apartment in the senior living community, right? With yeah. only three hundred and fifty dollars, three hundred twenty dollars a month. That's you know that's a that's that's a that's a number of months you could pay for right there. I'm not a mathematician. It's great how all these stories come together. We can pull them together. Yes, it makes sense. <laughs> Just amazing. Well, hey, I enjoyed this. Hopefully, you guys did too. Hopefully, listeners, you enjoyed it too. Uh, let me give you some. Parting advice. Um, maybe you didn't enjoy this, or maybe you're like, I love this so much, I want to have more come to me. Give me more. Well, we're not going to do any more podcasts today. Sorry, guys. But we will say if you sign up for Chase Bank, hey, Chase Bank, help me out. Um, I have banks that there's no banks around. Chase Bank has locations all across the country, wherever you listen to it. I'm sure you can. Hit nine hour and probably hit a Chase Bank from where you're at right now. Uh, check out Chase Bank if you sign for an account. And all you got to do is go to the link. You don't have to drive anywhere. Go to the link, sign for an account, put your direct deposit there. Chase will give you 225 bucks in your account. So you will get paid. And what more can we give you? Joe, Paul, I think we're giving our listeners way too much. We're giving quality entertainment, lots of stories about. Um, people who don't know they're moving into senior center home and not know that they're they're going into a bar that has some guy waving a Clossomy bag around. You know, we're doing a service, and we're also giving you money. Man, this is the best hour of someone's life. Wow. Well, I that's probably saying a lot. Maybe not the best hour of our life, but maybe in the top ten, I'd say. It'll be good. So, yeah, check out Chase Bank. Um 
yeah, sign for account, attach a direct deposit. It helps you. It'll help us too. Believe us, it, it will. So, man, what time to be alive. Um, let me uh, promo some stuff. Um, on the podcast each day, Monday for Thursday, we have a morning show deal. Uh, we talk about some pop culture, a lot of Ohio stuff. Um, you can hear that every Monday to Thursday. We also have the Steelers podcast. The Steelers podcast will be released on – you know what? I'm going to try to release it today because lots of timely news. Um, lots of stuff happening about the Steelers. We like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, check it out. On Fridays, Craig, one of our morning co-hosts, he loves pop culture. Um, he does a lot of interviews and pop culture reviews. Check him out. And then Saturday, you'll hear our show where we even review stuff where we talk about crazy pop culture stories. Um, last week, we talked about a smelly day in Gaysburg. And you'll get this, and we'll have this each week. And then Paul, um, on Saturday, we also use a book review from, from you if we have one. Uh, are you reviewing a book this week? If I can finish the stand, yeah. Uh, I've got 600 pages left, so oh. we'll see. That's that's an hour for you, man. You, you'll be ready. <laughs> you'll be ready by noon. It'll be great. <laughs> man, that'll be good. And then Sunday we'll have uh, – we, we got away from this and shame on us. We want to get back to it. Paul's a pastor, so when he's not talking about philosophy bags in Nashville, he's pastoring a church, and we share some devotions and sermon from him. Paul, I don't know if you saw – we had um, you had a series. I'm assuming there's a devotional series on the anointing. Uh, yeah, three of that. And yeah, let me know. I mean, there's a lot of good content. There's, let me know. Shoot me a message if we can or something in particular I can put together for Sunday. Uh, but yeah, we're enjoying getting back to that. That's good. So, all right, Joe. Anything to bring up from you that we can hype up or promote or? I don't think so right now at this point. I'll have right. some stuff eventually, but okay. <laughs> I don't read. I don't read enough books to to keep up the pace that Paul has with uh, reviewing books. Yes, Paul has read every book in in the world, and he's continuing to keep up with it. So, <laughs> no matter how many books are released each week, Paul will read them. So it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we got some time, and hey, you know we'll have some time. Paul, we got to take some time to interview Paul about his reading. Because you're, what, 15, 20 books a, a month? I thought I heard you talk about that before, right? Uh, it, it varies depending on what book I'm reading and what's going on with school. Uh, I've, I've finished 38 so far for this year. Whoa. Well, we, we got to figure out how he does it, Joe. I mean, it, it's impressive. In a good way. We're not going to rip Paul or anything. It's impressive in a good way. So. I, su I suppose one answer to that would be me watching a lot less episodes of The Office. Yes. <laughs> and that's just that's just not going to happen. So, you know. Well, well, I, can, I can see a typical night, you know, at the Yancheck household. The kids are to bed. Julie's nestled up watching her 90 Day Fiance series. And Paul's nestled up reading a book, right? Is that is that what 10 o'clock at a Yancheck house looks like? Pretty much. <laughs> and forget, uh, apologize for me if Julie doesn't like me getting that out there, but you know, <laughs> so, I, I just revealed. Although, I don't, just, she discovered a new show, which I know we're, we're out of time, but there, there is a, a an insane show out there that we should maybe we could review that at some point. Oh, well, what's the show name? 
Um, it's something about sisters, like sisters who are like way too close together, like using the toilet at the same time, kind of dysfunction. <laughs> well, that definitely, that what? definitely is the nature of a show. I mean, I don't <laughs> even. Toilets are I'm not even sure great. logistically how that works. Like what? <laughs> I'll find the name of it and let you know. But yeah, it's we. I actually did put a book down for a minute because it was like a train wreck. Like that, this is real. The people actually live like this. It's oh. it was creepy. What well, one sister had to have a tooth pulled, and so the twin wanted to have the same tooth pulled in her mouth, even though it was completely healthy, and she was mad that a dentist wasn't willing to do that. Well, my wife threatens me if I ever bring her on a podcast. Is Julie ever around more podcasts? Not today, but is there a time where she can come by and give us a short review? I'm not, she doesn't have to become a co host of the show, but could Julie ever do a review of the show? I, I think that'd be fun. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't promise anything, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've tried to get my wife to come on the show, and she's like, never. You know, I don't want to do this, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I was thinking, I, I told my wife the other week, I thought it'd be funny if we had. Uh, Steelers and or review show where we had the wives do it. You know, we had, you know, Joe Shannon, my Becky and Paul's Julie. I mean, man, what show would that be? You know, <laughs> uh, the Steelers content would last about three seconds on <laughs> Julie's end. Anyways, it would be like, Hey, you know, what's boring? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Julie would say, I live in Pittsburgh, and I'm aware that the Steelers exist. Next. <laughs> yes. Next. Yeah. I've lost my <laughs> husband on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> Bring him back. Well, it might go a while, but be a lot of uh, just complaining about Oh, uh, It's a lot more like it keeps him occupied on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she can you know, do her thing or, you know. I can go take a nap while, yeah. while he watches the Steelers. Like, that's perfect. It will be sometime. We'll have to talk him into. I'm not sure, so it should be good. All right, well, guys, it's always fun. Um, again, you you will hear this on Saturday. You will see Steelers. Hopefully, if not today, we'll definitely tomorrow. And Paul, you'll you'll hear his book review. If you can get to the stand, let's let's root him on on Saturday. And you'll hear some. Yeah, and Paul, let me know what I can kind of package together. I kind of like doing that. Uh, with your faith content, so it's not just you know random stuff thrown together. Um, it should be good. So, very good. Well, uh, try to think if there's anything else to shout out. Uh, I, I I think we've done it. I, th I think we've been there and we've done that. So, um, Joe Paul is always appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book. Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.